little. Now presenting. Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Oh my god. Oh, we got cut off. Michelle Grace, fantastic camera, my son. We were having such an in-depth conversation, but you know, I guess we'll got we'll put that aside and pay attention to yes. you guys. So uh we were talking about how we uh, there are three things happening in October at my house. Number one, in like in the first part of um, October, uh, Jennifer and Jamin are going to come to do an event. Okay, and I can't remember exactly, but if you go to the sidebar uh, on the blog, Chilling Eric, you can punch on the little you know button, and it'll tell you what. Then, in mid, I mean, like 24th through 27th, we're going to have Denise Ramon, Veronica, mm-hmm. and Michelle Gray all come over to my house. I feel like breaking out into that song. My house, da, 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 but I'll very good. <laughs> yeah, and so they're going to, you know, uh, you know, there's going to be some private readings, but they're going to have a group like panel reading. I'm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, they're they're like planning it, you know, with their with their evil ways <laughs> behind my back. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, <laughs> and then toward the end, we're going to have Tammy come over the end of October and do her uh, healing thing, and it's. The cool thing is, it's all going to be filmed documentary. So if you guys want to be, or even if you don't, we can blur your face. Uh, you got to make it to one of these. Seriously, I will post these kind of things on the blog and on all my social media. But it's mm-hmm. it's really going to be incredible, and you guys get to meet my my family. It's it's, it's gonna be Yay. fun. So. It's going to be awesome. Look Eric promises to be there for every event the whole time. He, he's front row center. He says it's going to be amazing. Oh, my all of them. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm finally back in town for good. I am so freaking sick of traveling. I cannot tell you. So it's so nice to get back into a comfortable, albeit busy, uh, routine. So Guess what we're going to do? We are going to discuss what a lot of people, I mean, we've covered this a little bit before in the blog. I'm not sure if it's a YouTube or not, but the Mandela effect and, you know, the, the whole premise that there might be alternative realities where there's a Berenstein Bears book and a Berenstein Bears book where mm-hmm. there's Jiff peanut butter and Jiffy peanut butter. Where the evil queen from, I think Snow White says, mirror, mirror mirror on the wall or magic mirror on the wall. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think that the reason it's called the Mandela effect is there's like two realities where um, Mandela died in prison or not. I'm I'm, I'm really not sure because I didn't have time to research this in great detail. (laughs) Sorry about that. But anyway, hello, Eric, and hello, Michelle. I love you both so much. <laughs> Eric says, hi, Mom, and he's blowing you a great big kiss. And I oh, say, baby. hi, Elisa, I'm blowing you a great big kiss, too. And Eric's also peace signing everybody, and he's saying, what's up, everybody? Oh, that's him, all right. <laughs> all right, so, yeah. um, by the way, get your pen, pen and paper out and write down uh, before we close, just in case, um, Michelle's website. It's the healing and then H and then dash A R T dot com. The healing heart dot com. 
who would put .com, .com on the thing? Uh, whatever. Uh, but put a, a dash between the H and the uh, A. So it, it's in my links list on the blog if you need, you know, if you just go to the Facebook yeah, tab at the top and, and you can find it that way. All right. So, dude, tell me what in the heck about this Mandela? Are there more than one reality? Is there more than one reality? Oh, but before I say anything else, I want to tell you that my husband and I have this thing where we're not sure if certain things are really true in our past. Like he thinks that this car that he wrecked when he went to see it in the parking lot, it actually blew up the flames, but maybe it didn't. I have this thing where I had a head when I was a kid, but then everybody says I didn't. So it's like, and then even now I dream vividly these other realities where my parents are still alive and I'm in their clinic and it seems so real. And I have to say, well, no, because in their, in the place their clinic was, there's, you know, the, some workout place. So, all right, I will shut up and let you talk, Eric. <laughs> Eric's laughing and he just says, whoa, mom. He says, you just took a whole lot of stuff and put it all together because it's the Mandela effect is one, one thing that we're going to talk about are those, the books and what you just mentioned. However, there's a couple things in there because there are realities and there are alternate realities we have through dreams. And there is such a thing as like time shifting or shifting vibration. We can do all those kinds of things. But what we're going to talk about today, he said, is the Mandela effect what's known as the Mandela effect. And it's so interesting because I didn't know, I had no idea what any of this was. And um, I asked him what the Mandela effect was. And so he said it was um, Nelson Mandela and that people had thought he he had died. And then it announced he released from prison and died older. So there's like a memory of it being that he had already died. So Mm. this is what had been labeled to these types of experiences. And he says this messes people, he's holding the top of his head, he's like, this messes people up. It can cause, like, uh, not disappointment, disagreements between people. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people can think they're going crazy. Um, Sometimes they can think that they're jumping timelines or things like that. He says it's not a conspiracy theory about these. It's not something that's being covered up about this in particular and he says that with a little bit of laughter because he says there are things that are like that out in our world however with this he says what <laughs> he's being very silly tonight very silly oh, he's very bouncy. yeah i just telling him to calm it down a little bit because he's got me shifted and shaken all over the place <laughs> um, <laughs> what we what we're experiencing he says is like um it's like the colliding of to perception. Um, so we have the per- perception of what we actually did see. And then there's this perception of what we remember or what we think we remember, where the mind may have, um, uh, how do you say, Eric, like um, the mind altered its, its way of perceiving it. And then there was um, that belief was then put into reality by more and more people spreading that way of remembering it. So he says it created two different ways of remembering it. However, if you go back, you'll find that there aren't two, um, like he's saying with the books, there's not two physical books by the same authors. Felt those 
that way. There's only right. one. So we said that there are things like that where there's, you know, people swear that they saw it the other way, but he says it's actually more of the, the two realities and there is one that's correct and then one that's not. Ah. Mm-hmm. So what creates these two realities? Is it a thought that somebody thought, well, it's Bernstein, and then that mm-hmm. reality goes on for a little bit, and then because it's not really, you know, consciousness is not focused, collective consciousness is not focused on that for very mm-hmm. long, it kind of dissipates? Oh, it, my God, um, I said yeah, a lot harder yes. than I really am, people, I swear yes. to God. You channeled it, Mom. Channel. You channeled it, Mom. He says, of course, he goes, yes, my real goes, brain. <laughs> he says it's it's like um okay it's like the mind imprints it as one way and mm-hmm. then some then it perceives or sees something another way hears something another way and then it replaces that as the actual memory and then the more uh. people that remember it that way like um it's like turning to um he says you know when you're in kindergarten and you turn to your friend and play a game and whisper 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 and you keep yes. whispering around the room, and then by the time you get to the end, the word is like completely different. And then I know. it's like taking that word and then spreading that out there. So the people that are at the beginning of the circle are going to have it the way it actually started. And then the people on the other side are going to have this completely other idea. And because there are enough people and enough thought, and thought creates reality, we can get into, he said, that whole subject of, well, something to ponder is how strong your thoughts are and how strong your mind can be when your beliefs are there because that then creates that reality. But he says yeah. so there are um, like dual memories. And so when you have a group of people talking this way, a group of people talking this way, and because we have so much stuff now available to us through the internet and through the media Ew. and everything else, that yeah. it kind of makes us all scratch our head and go, well, was it this way or was it this way? This is how I remember it, but did I see it like this? And so he says it's a little bit of a mind game as well. But it's also to keep in mind that uh, he says, just like what you said, um, Mom, about you and Papa, that exactly right there is um, happening in our lives with a lot of other little things. Think about what else we could have perceived or seen a little bit differently. Think about how much we jump onto things and take assumptions and run with them and believe them about other people. He says we could really apply this whole thing in a whole new way and look at things a lot differently in our own lives. And we can do that right now. Yeah. Because we don't want to just sit there and think the worst of people when it's really not true. That's some alternate reality, et cetera. Right. But I remember, right. do you remember this, um, um, uh, Eric, when we always were together at the dinner table, all seven of us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we played that game. We called it operator, I think, or telephone. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, or, um, Annika, when she was real little, her little word she started out was um, sunflower butt stink. I don't know why, but it's <laughs> a thing in our family now. It's so hilarious. It did not end up anything like what started. But, and we had the the, um, the knife, what is it, the knife uh, trip. We took a knife and we twirled it and said, who wants to marry Dumbo? And then we twisted it. Oh, you love Dumbo, who likes to eat their own poop. Never a dull moment, and they met his family, and we're carrying on that tradition at, with the grandkids. So, he loves I it. went on he, he says, our family is very special, very special oh, to share with the world. <laughs> yeah, and, and 
remember, uh, Eric, when the kids always wanted you to say, my favorite food is pizza. A certain voice. It was so funny. Um, pizza. <laughs> yeah. Good times. So, uh, yeah. all right. So why do we have the Mandela effect? What is there a purpose for it? Well, or, or, is it, or, sorry, or is there a purpose for us investigating it and just dissecting well, it? Sorry. Yes. Yes, and he and he says, Mom, yes. Um, he says that's exactly right. Really, it, it's to understand that not everything is just by chance. So it, mm. it's you know a lot of people think, well, this is the way it is, and this is how it is, and and not really realizing what our minds how how much they can play tricks on us, really. It's about mm. um, understanding that perception and beliefs are very important and they do create a, an energy, a vibration, a frequency. And he goes, mm-hmm. that's what creates our reality. And that's why you can say two people can live in the same home and have two completely different realities. Yeah, you know, you wow. Can, you can understand when you look at it that way. So he says, look at the conversation that we're having right now. And that's what all of this is about. He says, and really this brings it right back to, um, he's saying, pointing at the internet. The internet, although has its shadow side to it, and some would say, oh, the internet is evil, and the internet is this and that. Because the truth is, is the internet is what brings all this stuff up. It's mm. what is bringing all these people together to have us question this on a mass scale. Just look how much we're talking about it. Right, and we created the internet with our thoughts, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. is there anything we can do with the Mandela effect, uh, you know, or creating alternative realities that is beneficial that will help mankind? I don't know where that came from, but whatever. Well, he says, isn't that what we're doing right now? That's what we're doing when we talk about creating our own reality. So it's understanding it's that we can see something a certain way, and can we look at this a different way? Can so we perceive this a different way? Uh huh. Thoughts have power. He because says, "Yes, vigilant about he what says, you think of people, yes. because it can make, make or break your life." So that's right. He says that it really is. He goes, "It really is something to ponder in your life. Think about how strong your focus is." how strong your mind is and those perceptions and beliefs are so important because he says that's what makes up the structure of your life and if you don't believe that well you're just going to continue having the same stuff so when are you going to take that chance to believe something different and see that you can create something different it's like looking at this mandela effect he says and looking at it backwards and undoing it and figuring out exactly why that is wow so i i I think it's not only the thought, but also the emotion and the sensory input. Because when I felt like, I think back and think, I had a freaking moped, even though I don't think I did. It's because I was so excited about finally having wheels because I did not have anything, you know, to, to, to ride until I was in my 20s. I mean, nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. I, I even tried to come up with, the, uh, you know, money to uh, 400 bucks to pay for to buy one of those old um when they were selling them um, uh post office uh jeeps mm-hmm. and paint you know paint it and stuff uh i was desperate so mopeds like i was so excited and i could feel mm-hmm. everything so you know that's really important for creating an alternate reality or you know creating reality period is to not only just think the thought i had a moped but also feel what it must have felt like to have one 
smell, yes. well, not the exhaust, because mine probably wouldn't. Well, maybe would have. <laughs> I don't know. But you know, you know what I'm talking about. He says yes. That's exactly right. So he says emotion is carrying the strength and the frequency. So he says, think of it this way. When you are thinking a thought, that's going out in this little frequency out into the universe. You may not be able to see it, but just like a radio wave, it goes out there. So then yeah. you power that through with your focus, and then you amp that up with your emotion and put that together. And he says that produces a pretty strong package. And if you're continuously giving out that same thing over and over and over, that's your momentum. And that's why yeah. manifestation doesn't just happen overnight because you have to stop one way of doing it. And then you have to reverse that wheel and get your momentum going in the other direction. Oh. The reality that we live in right now with the energy, it's not going to support anything of material. If you're trying to ma manifest material just because you want material, you're going to have a really hard time or it's not going to stick. But he says, if you're manifesting something that has purpose for you to do what what's good for you and for your purpose then you're mm -hmm. gonna have no trouble manifesting that you just need to focus and put a little uh he says a little bit of elbow grease into the practice yeah all right so what mm -hmm. does emotions from the standpoint of physics okay you have these thoughts thought which is energy and it goes out into the universe from the standpoint of physics how does how do emotions and senses dovetail into that so he's showing me a picture and he's showing like um a vibration so what i'm seeing is vibrations coming out from the body out of the aura and so the vibrations coming from thought depending on how much power is behind the thought has like a thicker heavier stronger vibration okay. and so the emotion depending on the strength of the emotion so let's say there's a memory behind the emotion or there is an experience behind the emotion. So we're triggered mm. by something in a movie. And that mo that reminds us of losing our pet 10 years ago that we missed so much. Yeah. And so that thought then is boosted up by the strength of that emotion. And he says that's like the, um, it's just like hair strands. We might have lots of hair strands, but they're all in different. Um, some are real small and skinny yeah. and weak. And some are really thick. So we and can look at gray, it the same way with vibration. Yes. <laughs> he says that too. So um, that's interesting. So why is it that spirits can manifest so? I mean, immediately. Why do we? I mean, you had to work on our put inputting our emotions and senses into it. He says because think about uh, vibration, and he says so. Mom, everything is in energy and vibration. So when we look at that. Uh, spirit doesn't have a physical body. There's no physicality that lowers the vibration. Uh, so yeah, okay. That's why spirit's here is to lower and slow down that vibration to have these experiences and to go through the process of realizing its own self and creation and creating its own reality. In spirit, we don't need to have that experience. We have a high vibration. So he says like a hummingbird that flaps its wings really, really fast. And because it's yeah. so fast, we don't see the wings, but they're still there. And so he exactly. says, in spirit, we're the same way, and we don't need that experience. So when we want to experience something, we can manifest it instantly, 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 because we don't need the uh, – well, yeah, that's true. He goes, if we want to have the experience of going through it, motion by motion by motion, we'll go into the body and do so. Okay, interesting. So 
are there people on earth, humans in a body who can manifest instantly or near instantly just like spirits can? Uh, very, very close, yes. Yes, he mm. says there are a lot of people that are very practiced at this. And that um, he says if you want to understand manifestation and you want to understand how it works, it's um, not just about the thoughts and I am positive, I am positive, I am positive. It's in frequency. It's in energy. And it's understanding how that works and why you think the way you think and putting uh. the whole package together. He says it's not just thinking about it as one thing, and I want this, I want this. You have to look right to the intent, right down to how it feels and where your thoughts are going and why you want it. Jesus, I just want that person who can do it instantly. It's like, okay, Mr. Brown, I want you know a spiritual online school for make it happen, make it manifest for me. But, of course, that is not the way it works because you have to really he says, be the one. He says step one. Step one, identify what it is that you want. Yeah. And that's the hardest part, really. Yeah, it is. That's the hardest part for a lot of us. It is. It is. Yeah. Yes. He says, start small. Start by manifesting yourself an apple. Okay. (laughs) For real. (laughs) He says, manifest yourself something small. Um, Practice with smaller things and practice putting emotion into it. Practice thinking about yourself as vibration as energy and look at it in that way he says a lot of folks that are very left brain and scientific thinking will understand that and will grasp that to be able to look at it as frequency and vibration so just can i visualize myself as being this electrical energy and when i think the electrical energy of that thought you know would that help yes Yes, he says you can. It's whatever way um, feels right for you. So if if you feel like that's not really for you and it's kind of a struggle to visualize that way, Mm -hmm. just visualize yourself actually doing what it is that you want to do. He says the the, Uh, uh. um, he, he says the reason why that's important as well is sometimes you'll go through the motions of doing something and discover that you don't really like that or it brought up something that you didn't really think of before. You're like, you know what? I don't really want that. And he's like, and then you look over the other way and say, oh, that feels a lot better. And that's the direction you're going. You start to see that it rolls real quick because that's what's meant for you. Exactly. Any um, any other uh, questions before, uh, I guess, comments before uh, before we take um, uh, uh, questions from callers? By the way, I still want a moped. But go ahead, Eric. Is there anything else you would like to share that will help us in this whole topic of the Mandela effect and uh, manifestation? He said, he goes, it's all about what you believe. He goes, practice your own belief. He says, you can take so much information on the outside, but remember, it's always about how you perceive it on the inside. So that's what you want to pay the most attention to. Oh, and he wants to also say that it's GIF. It's GIF, not not ah. Jiffy. Okay. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> people, Jiffy is actually a, a physical measurement. It's the time it takes light to travel one centimeter. Anyway, oh, we'll go cool. ahead and take callers. All right, so we got awesome. somebody from the uh, who must have the number on the speed dial. 210 code. Let's see who we got. Hi there. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Hi, who are we Hello. talking to? Hi, uh, my name is Jenny. I'm actually, I, I just want to say, first of all, thank you all for everything you do. 
Uh, Dr. Madhus and Eric, I truly appreciate it. Just call me Alisa. Alisa. I'm actually calling on my husband because um, his life, uh, you know, we'll choose before we get here what we want to go through, and his is loneliness and rejection, and it just never ends for him. And he, oh, I know who this is. I know who. Okay, yeah. And I, I know it, it won't. It won't stop, and it continues and continues. And he's reliving the past and the future, and he knows that's part of his journey. But he's at his breaking point, and I don't know what to do. And I, I guess I'm calling because he can't take it anymore. He he's at the point where he he doesn't yeah. like himself anymore, and he can't hey, get the brain yeah. to stop. Eric, you know this dude. You know this dude. He's been in mm-hmm. uh, Talk to me, uh, Eric. What can be done to why is he trapped this path? Yeah. Is, is it get better? Why? He's just, I'll just tell you, as he's connecting, my whole heart chakra is filling up. Mm. Um, just absolutely. Um, and it's almost, um, it's burning. It's like I can feel it as a a warm sensation, which I'm used to, but I'm getting a real burning in the chest. And um, is there a – I just want to ask a couple questions. Is there a um, connection? Is there something in his um, childhood or connection with his parents that had some sort of trauma to it? Um, Yeah, they've never loved him. Till this day, they don't care for him. He's never experienced a normal childhood. He's never experienced what it's like to be loved. He never has. Okay. Okay, so Eric just said, um, he says the intensity of what he feels, um, it, it becomes more and more intense because he's wanting to feel love that he's not yet experienced. And he says, and the reason why he's not yet experienced it is because he feels deprived as a child and feels like something was missing. And so that he has built in his belief and subconscious that I need to experience this pain. I understand that it's happened. I understand that it's my past. But the one part that he has processed, that, that part of it, but he's not come to the point to understand that it is only in accepting himself and accepting that that love will never come from his parents in the way that he maybe expects that it should, that they're not capable of that. And that doesn't condone anything. Eric says it doesn't say that it's okay. It doesn't say that it's right. But it also says that he came here to find love within himself and to accept himself for who he is. And Eric also said that there is something very special about his heart. And he doesn't feel that he has a purpose. But in right. connecting with his true heart, he's going to discover his purpose. And there are children out there, um, and it feels like children that have been abandoned. He's got a connection in helping children. There's some sense of service in his heart. And Eric said to um, it would be beneficial for him to see an energy healer, somebody that can help work with his chakras. He said that being able to align his heart and his mind, and releasing the trauma and connecting with his inner child. You know what? Uh, sorry. You know what? I, I, I feel like um, you know, I feel like saying that the same thing with my parents. And my older sister once told me something that really stuck with me. Sometimes parents are just the greyhound bus that got you here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. maybe 
his parents had a spiritual contract to deprive him him of love, to force him to, yes. you know, learn how to love himself. And, you know, I think yes. that's real. And I really feel like, I think it was shown to me, that he needs mm-hmm. to come over to my house when Tammy uh, Demers mm-hmm. is here and, and let yes. him, let her come heal him. Um, yes. You know, it's, it's so powerful. But yes. uh, anyway, just go ahead, Eric, what do you just said, Mom. He's uh, oh, he's like jumping up and down, clapping his hands. He says, "Mom, yes, you did just channel that." And I will tell you that he's already already said Tammy's name. He's already repeated it and said that uh-huh. she would be able to help him with that mm-hmm. and be able to help him um, identify some very pertinent points in his life, connect some dots, and that this would clear him to allow him to feel love not only for himself but also feel the love that he's receiving from his wife and also be able to um, just sense life in a completely new way. He hasn't ever experienced that. Eric says, when you've never really experienced it, Eric Eric himself is connecting with this saying that um, cloudy, he felt cloudy. He didn't know, he couldn't experience this. And he's just saying like, I understand you, man. He says, I really do. And he says, but there is a way through this. And he's saying, uh, hold, hold on hold on to your heart and he says do connect with her because there is a very new way of living for you and there is something very fulfilling through this and this part of your purpose he says you're actually right on time you know i always thought something was very special about your family but of course in particular michael he is a a very special soul and i Mm -hmm. every time you know i've talked to him or been in his presence i've felt pain that shouldn't really be there and it takes a brave soul to incarnate mm-hmm. and say I'm going to have parents that freaking do not love me mm-hmm. so I can find love within and that that's powerful it's probably the most powerful powerful thing you could do is you know take on that very difficult challenge of finding self love mm-hmm. that's right that's right Anyway, well, I mean, really that. consider consider um, doing this, or you know, he, I just feel like it would help him so much, man. Yeah. I mean, I can I, I I can show you some of the things that happened that well, I wish I could, but I can't. Of <sighs> people yeah. who were transformed, but they wanted to keep it anonymous. But uh, wow, it, it's mm-hmm. just so powerful. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyway, give Michael my love, okay? All right, thank y'all very much. Sending y'all love. You're Thank you. And um, Thank you hey, Eric, have their back, okay? He says he's he's right on it. He he's just letting you both know that he is right there. Call on him anytime, anytime. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for everything. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bet, Love you guys. All right. Love you too. Love you. Bye. Oh, I I think this mm. is going to be the verge of change for this guy, mm-hmm. and therefore the family. I feel so it. that's. I feel it. Yeah, I, I I do. I really do. All right, we mm-hmm. got somebody from the 804 Erid Code to switch gears so quickly because that was so powerful. <laughs> but hi there. How are you doing? I'm doing terrific. Thank you. I just came across your show, and I love the wisdom you're bringing forth. I'm Thank actually you. a global visionary. I'd like to do Ooh. what I can to help get your work out bigger and better and uh, 
I've had a very bizarre life and been tested in many different ways. And I the say great that ones are. The light workers, <laughs> the big light workers are. Well, it yeah. really is pretty simple and just like the last caller. You can choose to be a victim. That's only going to bring more from the law of attraction to you oh, in a negative way. Yes. But exactly. uh, what I found is the greatest values in life are forgiveness, love, and prayer. So I would mm-hmm. start right with the forgiveness for whatever mm-hmm. he felt, how he was misjudged or mishandled in his youth. Let mm-hmm. that go. And then love the experience for it made him probably somewhere in his life have more uh, strength where he needed it because he had to be on his own once he was out of the house. And mm-hmm. then uh, prayer is when you can't handle things, when you let go and let God, if the faith is solid, you'll see your way through anything. And That's right. I and prayer actually composed prayer Yes, I composed a poem many years ago that I dedicated to my earth angel wife. We were married 35 and a half years. She passed back in January 2007, and I don't know how God blessed me with her, but she's a total earth angel. And instead of being depressed, I just love who she was in my life. And I know she's working with me from the spiritual realm, and I composed a poem as a motivation for myself, but dedicated to her. This is something, too, to take your mind off of being depressed. Start creating with your creator. The poem's only three lines long. It's titled Caring, Sharing. It reads, if you dare to care, then share. If you share, pay heed. God will reward every good deed. So if you change... From being into the victim mode and being a blessing to someone, everyone you're blessing is actually a blessing back to yourself. So that's some of the things that I'm working on to bring out to the world. But I also wanted to see if Eric might be able to help you work with me because I'm in the veterans' healthcare system since 2008. A month and a half after my wife died, I almost died. And there's so much of what you're doing that needs to be brought into veterans' organizations and especially the veterans' health care system. Thank you so much for your service. If I may, I've been on many blog talk shows. If I can share my name, I think you'll see a lot of things even tying into the Mandela effect. I'm getting, and maybe this is from Eric, that that's going to be my next guest. That's going to be my be- next guest. <laughs> now, because so, I think a, a few, a lot of wisdom coming from you and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of wisdom that needs to be shared. And I totally agree with you because I had a hideous childhood. But instead of being a victim, I found the wonderful parts of it that made me a better person. I learned to be more assertive, more loving, more compassionate. Um, and that way I was able to express gratitude for my childhood and let the suffering go. And I think that's what you're talking about. Um, But yes, go on, please. Sorry. Yes, if I can share my name and uh, then people can see. And there's a big website with all kinds of documentation and things. I've actually also experienced UFO, paranormal, and near-death experiences with ongoing paranormal, very powerful synchronicities. That all ties into the Mandela effect and quantum Mm -hmm. physics and Mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, and I, I actually share common background with President Trump. I pray for him and look to hope any president in office unite the country, but he's on his path. I'm on mine. But if enough people pray in the right way, God will put the ego exactly. in check where it needs yeah. to be. But That's anyway, right. my, my name is Hugh, H-U-G-H, your last name, Trollson, is spelled T like Tom, R-A-U-L-S-E-N like Nancy. And there's a big website. The easiest way to get to it is just to Google three words. My last name, Trollson, T like Tom, R-A-U-L-S-E-N, the word and, A-N-D, and then Trump, T-R-U-M-P. It will bring you to a page on a website, rootingoutcorruption.weebly.com. On the home page is a blog, creativity777.com, which has the poem, Caring Sharing. You'll see a picture of my Earth Angel wife on her wedding day, and the poem is actually also in the President Ronald Reagan Library. It's been discussed as a weapon against terrorism, and Maya Angelou even commented on my poem. Wow. And even Even though <gasps> I've been disabled for years, I laughingly say, but it's true. I'm changing the world from my dining room table. So I oh, say gratitude. I, I'd yeah, love to... I'm saying, I'm saying thank you for your service, but your service continues. Well, so that's Aaron, exactly right. How, yes. How can we combine this to together uh, help the world, or at the very least, you know, help him help the world? What, what can we well, do? He says, first of all, we're doing it right here. We're doing it right here by, by sharing and spreading this information. And he's just saying, um, you know, by posting things through channeling, Eric, um, he says, opening up conversations. Of, no, he's, he's <laughs> Eric's bumping fists with you. And he says, maybe a little <laughs> collaboration. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Um, he's also just—he wants to just tell you as well that your wife is actually helping you with a lot of what you're doing. Oh, so, I knew that right along, and yes, that's why yes. again, uh, that's oh. why I treasure her so much because, yes. uh, 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 and we went through pretty much what everybody's going through, even natural disasters and personal mm -hmm. bankruptcy around the turn of the century, mm -hmm. but through it all, those were all tests to see if that would yeah. tear us apart. But no, the yeah. communication was there. And if she was still alive, I wouldn't be on my mission because she would just be happy cooking beautiful meals <laughs> and holding hands and talking. And that's yeah. uh, but what she gave me, that the ultimate gift is unconditional love. That's why I say everybody incarnates to learn. And we yeah. all came from spirit, which people tend not to think about, but that's where we came from. Even an atheist can't deny that. And we're yeah. going to go back into spirit. But the big thing is, what are we here for? I say it's to learn yeah. unconditional love. And as we learn, yeah. it was supposed to be a blessing to others, especially those who can't help themselves. And whether people want to believe it or not, I say we're fully accountable for everything we do here. Oh, Eric just that's, said that's, that's absolutely right. He, he just yeah. he you couldn't have said it better. But he also just <laughs> wants to add that um, he says, "Let's just add on top to that. Yes, unconditional love, and to learn unconditional love for others, have unconditional love for yourself. Well, you right. have to have absolutely that. And holy. That's where it starts. That you have to yeah. have the love of yourself first yeah. before you can love somebody else properly. And, and he says that yeah, you, that directly. Oh. He's pointing it to Michael, and he says that." That's directly for you to have that unconditional love for yourself. 
Right. So and, and I don't see the email or text thing. If you can oh, hang on oh, to yeah. my phone number, uh, yeah, no, I'd love no, to uh, speak with you. you. And I'll let you move on. I hope I didn't take up too much time on the no, show no, no. today. Email but me. Email me. I don't do the email. That's why I'm asking you oh, if you okay. have my number. Okay. Everything on the internet has been put there by people who interact with me, and it's a challenge at times too. But it takes okay. away from my creativity. And yeah. I just want to interject this too. Well, you were touching on the internet. I look at the internet as mankind's avatar for the future. It's uh-huh. like the Wild West right now, but it can be cleaned up. <laughs> the only way yeah. that's going to happen is when people become more spiritual and caring and sharing with each other exactly. and that, mm-hmm. and rooting mm-hmm. out the corruption. That's the biggest problem yeah. globally. Yeah. All right. says that so it's all happening. It's all happening. Yes. How can I right. get in touch with you? Do you have my number there? I can give it to you. Oh, wait a minute. Is it? No, I have it. I want you to. Okay. Yeah, I got it. So, so that's the number you're talking about. Ends in yes. 1139, right? 1139, yes. Okay, good. And are you I'm in the States? Or are, you, are you in the United States? Yes. Oh, wonderful. I'll talk yeah, to I'd you soon, to, okay? I'd, I think we could do some excellent short books and things. I have some, even the poem, I want to discuss that with you because I'm looking to utilize that to transform the entire global field of uh, philanthropy. All right. Well, thank you, Hugh, and I'll get in touch with you. I think you'd be a great guest on the radio show to start with, and yeah. then who knows beyond. So thank you so much and again, for your just service. Everybody, please things. stay in gratitude and uh, pray yeah. and uh, just right. know that don't have fear, but know that you're going to go back into spirit. How you go back yeah. or what you did with your life is what's the most important, not all the physical things, because everything you yeah. see isn't solid at all. If you put your hand under a very powerful microscope, you'll see it's not solid. Everything is yeah. energy. So right. It's how you're using your That's energy, right. positively like or negatively. Einstein said that uh, matter was frozen light. All right, thanks, Hugh, and I will talk Thank to you very you. soon, okay? Okay, thank you so much. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank God bless. you. Oh, he's a special guy. Really? Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Full of information. Oh, my There's God. He's I mean, very wise. Very wise. Oh, I can feel it. I can feel it. All <laughs> right. We got somebody from the 787 area code. Hello. How are you? Hello. Hi Hello. there. Hey. Hi. Um, first of all, my name is Ira. Thank you for, for taking my call. What's your first name? Well, Zyra. Uh, Zyra. Oh, okay. Zyra. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Um, hello, Michelle, Eric. Um, Hi. Alisa. Eric says, hey, Zyra. It's, it's an honor for me. It's a privilege. Oh, the honor's out. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I, um, I would, I would like to call out to Eric, and, um, I would like to know of, he's for me. He's my brother. He was my brother-in-law. Um, his name is Walter. He yeah. passed three years three years ago in a in a motorcycle accident. And um, I always have him close to me, and um, and my sister also, his wife. And um, I feel him so close. I, I I just just would like to know if he's okay, and if he would like like to tell us anything. Would be I'm just I'm yeah. just connecting with him right now. Um, I'm just asking Eric. So Walter, did Walter happen to have naturally curly hair? I'm sorry. 
Did he have naturally curly hair, or is there a joke about curly hair? No, he had very. Uh, his, it was like um, his hair was like so blonde, so and so blonde, and blue eyes. Mm. He was like, yes. Like what? He would have been like a. I'll tell you what I'm seeing is that somebody as a little kid was uh, like a Gerber baby. I don't know. I, I don't know if you knew him as a child, but I keep being shown like this extremely handsome. Um, yes. Very, very uh, well liked, um, kind, and um, sometimes quiet. Sometimes quiet. Uh, let's see here. Back a little bit. Walter was a, a very joker. He was. He was very much. Uh, he was. He was the kind person that would be do things quietly, but he was so loved. And, he had um, a great sense of humor. Yes. And he poked yes. fun at you. He had some jokes oh. at you. Um, because yes. what he's going to directly is he's just like, um, <laughs> that what you wouldn't do to have some of those times back. It's like you have these memories of that just make you sad sometimes because you just miss them. But you also do feel them there. And he says that he does hear what you say to him. So you talk to him when you're driving in the car. Is that I your... Do. The time, that, yeah, because he's like he's right there, and he also said that um, you feel me, and he said that that music, that song that you heard, that you're hearing lyrics, or you hear something, and you're like, was that you? Are you talking back to me, or are you? And he's saying yes, 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 I am right there. Um, he uh, and so he has a child. Yes, he does. He's uh, wait, he's he's 32 years old. His son, Jonathan. Oh, okay, okay. And does Jonathan have a have a child? Does Jonathan have a little girl? No, uh, he has uh, he has another uh, has another son named Eric, and he has a girl. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, because I see identifying a little girl in the family, and just saying that the little girl connects with them. There's like a there's a, a something special between them. Okay. Does he have anything to say to my sister, Yvonne? This is it's mainly what I would like to know. You know? Okay, is, he is she? Um, he mm. did. He did, and she. Um, so, is there something about her saying that she she doesn't know if she can ever be with somebody else again, or not sure if he would be okay with that? Is there something that's come up? Because he's just saying that he's sorry, but he wants her to be happy because he wants to make sure she understands that her carrying life forward or loving somebody else is okay with him. Mm. Well, that's, it's that's, okay. That's, yeah. yeah that's, so that's, that's a message. Okay. Yeah. She's most likely hearing right now. Um, on the other side, she's at She's in Virginia, and um, I'm in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all we we all follow channeling Eric, and um, yes, and I love Eric. Eric Patch kind to me, and um, it's, Eric loves you. It's very overwhelming. It's very overwhelming. Yeah, Eric. Um, Eric's just 
uh, he's putting a lot of love to you, and he's just saying that you you hear spirit, like you do connect with spirit. Are you aware of that? That you um, you may not hear them as voices or as words, but you're feeling things. Um, Eric just says that sometimes it can overwhelm you a little bit. Yes. He's around Is it cognizant? You, Is it just getting these ideas that? Yeah, something like that. that's oh. how it comes in. Yeah. You don't know it's where it came from in that way. Ah, just like me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It, it might feel a lot like um, yourself because you've been doing it for so long. But there's a few things like um, there's a couple things that have happened to you not in that long ago that you've even been like, okay, that has to be that, or I mm. recognize that myself because he just said that you're going to grow and. There's um, your brother-in-law that keeps going back to the daughter. Um, she's clairvoyant. She can see. Um, like yeah. it, it, it runs in your family, or there's something. Cool. That's why the daughter keeps yeah. coming up, huh? That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yes. Uh, it, it come, my my mother's a medium, and uh, oh, okay. my grandmother yeah. was. Yeah. And yeah. Also yeah. my grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. so cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for calling in. Well, thank you so and, much and, and many blessings. Thank you. you thank you. Eric says okay. bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Love, Love you. you too. Bye. bye. Wow. Special family. Wow. Okay. Cool. Have somebody from the 540 area code. Hi there. How are you doing? Hi. I'm fine. Thanks. This is Lucy. Good. <clears throat> I talked to you, I think, three weeks ago. My brother had just died. And Wait, I had what's a your few first questions. name? I didn't hear it. What, Lucy. Oh, Lucy. Lucy. Yes. Okay. Lucy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And your brother just died. Yeah. And I wondered um, if you can get in touch with his parents, that's my parents, um, uh, and what they think. What was the purpose of his life? Mm, that's a good one. It was so powerful. Mm. Gosh. My sister and I think his life was totally wasted, but you know who are we to know? Um, can can you just give me your um parents' first name and your brother's first name? Um, did you say my parents' first name? Yes. Oh, okay. Henry and Mary Elizabeth, and then my brother's. Uh, he was called Hank. Did um did Hank die of something to do with addiction or anything? Uh, um, well, he had a big aneurysm operation a couple of years ago that left him weakened. Uh, um, there were complications of that operation, and it was he died on the table and everything. It was oh, it was bad, but um, he he made a comeback. And um, the medium three weeks ago said that he actually died on the table and talked to people on the other side, and they told him he could come back. But if he did, yeah. there'd be no other options. So to make a long story short, he sort yeah. of more or less recovered from that operation. And then 10 months later, he got C. diff, C. Oh, diff God, yeah. that intestinal Aww. bug. Yeah. And uh, it ravaged his body. I mean, he got down to 80 pounds and, you know, he, oh, he never, just... Yeah. Um, yeah, and he was drinking scotch all the time. I okay, mean, that's, you okay, know, that can okay. definitely figure into it. Well, there was a, I was getting the, because um, the body being depleted, and mm-hmm. I was getting that there was something with addiction winding through it. I'm just trying yeah. to pull his energy in a little bit here in your parents. Okay. Um, 
so I'm just kind of picking up a few things with it. Um, so, okay, I'm, Eric's going to give me a little bit of this information because I can feel all of their energy. And so your parents, yeah. their presence is here, and okay. they're greeting you. Um, your brother has connected with them. Your brother's cross, you know that. Your brother's yeah. cross. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So what Eric is just saying to me is that sometimes when we have a life path that um, has opportunity to it, um, we have choices that we make. And whatever choice we make, it has a path there with that. Yeah. And there were experiences that he, his soul had put forth to him. And then he had the choices whether to go forward one direction or forward the other. And so this is a little bit of that being created. Um, so part of it is his soul wanted to create experience, choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is also has to do a little bit with you as well and with your sister. And is there, a, is there another family member? Do you have a, another brother or is there another No, male? no, it's just the, me, my sister, and him. And also a little background, um, they didn't know it when he was born. I mean, that's been like uh, 69 years ago. But um, he had, uh, it was called cross-coordination. He had dyslexia. He had shades of autism. But he had an absolutely brilliant mind. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, but he didn't have any social skills. And he just, right. he was a misfit all his life. Well, and, so and what, that was, let's get back to where, what was his purpose here, this incarnation? It was, it was the experience. It was the experience because it was the experience of having, um, Eric's not saying it as a disconnection. It was being different, but it was going through the experience and having choice and opportunity through it. Yeah. So it was experiencing life from his perspective, but it was also like a, his experience is like a sacrifice for those who are watching it as well. And those who are experiencing because yeah. there's a yeah, spider web. He, he got on drugs and everything. Yes. He could have done yes. brilliant things. Yes. Good things. And, and that's had. where Eric is saying, not everything is set in stone. Uh, we come here with a soul plan. And some soul plans have, um, he's just giving me like an amped up feeling like a, a vibration where they um, are going to more than likely go this way. So it has a more of a, um, an energy to it's definitely going to happen and it might have more of a humanity connection to it. So it, it's yeah. going to happen for sure. Whereas some souls go in and Eric's just also saying no experience is better than the other. They're just different, the different experiences. Yeah. So some yeah. souls go in to experience life in a very different way because he mm-hmm. had a whole world of his own, but he, he had yeah, difficulty he he accepting it. World. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wanted to feel other things as well, and he also felt conflicted in society, which is mm-hmm. where the addictions would come in because it would help him escape in certain ways. And yeah. Eric keeps bringing up detachment as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of healing that is happening with him because your, your parents, have they've already received each other. They've connected with each other, mm-hmm. um, and they just want to let you know that his life is not a waste. His okay. life was not a waste. His life has purpose. He ex- 
experience exactly what he came here to do, which was to come in with these challenges Mm -hmm. and to experience life through adversity. Now, and choice. Could, choice, yeah. And, yes, and choice, yeah, choice. And choice. And did he live out the um, experience from the choices he made? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And that's not a life wasted. Yeah, no. Not at all. Yeah, no experience is wasted. Yeah. No life is wasted. All right, we're going to have yeah. to close up this show. Thank you. I really appreciate you calling in, all of you guys. And thank you. You bet. And Eric, I love you. Michelle, thank you so much for this. Wow, you were amazing. Can't wait to see you at my house. I hope you guys join us too. Michael, I I hope you come down as well. It's going to be an amazing October, people. A big, huge leap for mankind. Yes. And um, anyway, if you guys want to check her out, Michelle is at uh, The Healing, and then H, and then Dash art.com so um thank you so much uh and we will talk to you guys next tuesday bye bye good night peeps love you my baby love you mama bye bye Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.